Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David and thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Thank you for being a part. Thank you for telling your friends, your family, your enemies, whoever it is. Thank you for telling them, for sharing this show and, you know, just, you know, I've got some big things planned. I'm actually surprised at how the show's growing and how it's evolving, you know, and things, ideas that I'm getting and uh, I'm going to start actually approaching a couple people that I might not have actually thought of to be on my show, you know? I'm going to go out there and, and ask some questions, and I've got some surprises for you. I'm not going to tell you guys, and I really love this, because as I mentioned before, I am terrible at keeping secrets or, or surprises uh, a surprise. Um, I'm so bad at it that I usually end up giving people Christmas gifts before Christmas. I end up giving people birthday presents before their birthday. I end up giving my mom her Mother's Day present before Mother's Day and my dad his Father's Day present before Father's Day because I so can't take the the um, I don't want to use the word stress uh, and the excitement for the idea of giving somebody a gift. I just love giving things to, you know, giving gifts and presents to people. And the the um, excitement of it drives me nuts until I'm just like, finally, here, take this, please. I can't deal with this anymore. Will you please take your present? Please open it. Or you can wait until your birthday, but at least now I, it's it's there. Or, you know, wait to whatever the obligatory holiday is. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm learning how to, to surprise people. That's kind of cool, right? So, you know, it's one of those things I've always been terrible at. I've always wished I could be better at. So who knows? Maybe this year I won't ruin somebody's present by giving it to them early. So, which I guess me and my wife kind of balance each other out because my wife is terrible at remembering to give people gifts. Um, you know, like we've got some coffee uh, beans and now some grits that uh, we got for her family, and I know you might be thinking, what makes grits so special? Well, these are Trader Joe's grits, and they are apparently fabulous. I wouldn't know because I've never eaten a grit in my life. Um, You know, it's not on my repertoire of the, like, 40 things on earth that I will actually eat. So, you know, having a clue what they taste like, what they're about... Um, I know they are well-beloved in the South and apparently in other places in the country, too, because my mother-in-law is from Colorado, and she currently lives in California, so I'm not really sure how that happened. I thought it was just really a Southern thing, but okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, she loves grits. whole family loves grits. They dig grits, and especially Trader Joe's grits, and in their Trader Joe's in California... In the beautiful Bay Area, they do not sell grits. So if anyone who has any knowledge of anything as far as buying and selling at Trader Joe's, um, you know, slip them this hint and tell them to start selling grits at their San Jose area Trader Joe's because apparently they will be a big hit. My wife literally, I think there were 10 or 12 bags of grits 
at our Trader Joe's when we went shopping the other day, and she literally bought all of them just to keep them in supply of grits long enough so they wouldn't be asking us again in like three months for another shipment of grits. <laughs> so, you know, me and my wife kind of balance each other out in that whole gift-giving thing. Uh, though my wife does like to do surprises, too, because she'll be like, ah, you know, because she'll try and give me gifts because... I'm the type of person, she'll try and think of something that she wants to get me, and the problem is that she's got to figure out if I've actually already bought it yet, because I'm the type of person, I'm like, ooh, that looks really cool, and she's like, okay, mental note, purchase this for David for his birthday, and then next thing you know, it's hanging on the wall, or it's in a display case, or whatever, and she's like, dang it, <laughs> just to give you an example, um, I really wanted to get an actual real samurai sword or one that was up to um, cutting grade and all that, you know, that they would use, like, for actual demonstrations and stuff like that. Not a, not a real hand-forged samurai sword, because, you know, I'm not to the point where I'm ready to spend two or three, four thousand dollars for one yet, but the, you know, highest-end equivalent uh, in non-hand-forged, you know, still made in Japan and all that. And, um, Anyway, so she's like, no, you can't buy one of those. And I was like, I'm working my butt off. I'm working a ton of overtime. I'm going to buy one, right? So she's like, no, don't buy one. You know, no. You know, she's just like putting her foot down. And I was like, wait a second. I'm working all this overtime. I'm bringing in all this extra money. You know, I'm working my butt off. I'm going to buy one, dang it. And... And so I made the executive decision that I was just going to buy one, right? So I buy it. It shows up at the house. She's like, what's that? And I was like, that's my samurai sword. I went ahead and bought it. You know, I'm working all this overtime. I feel like I deserve it. And she's just like, ah. You know, because she realized that was the wrong approach. Because, you know, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm the man, you know. And, of course, that was obviously the wrong thing to do, too, with your wife. So if you ever have that opportunity, do not make that mistake. <laughs> don't put your foot down unless it's for a good damn reason because you might actually be buying that for you for your birthday anyway <laughs> so, so now I actually have to like pick something for my birthday and be like this is what I want go ahead and buy it and then on Christmas I'll just pretend to be surprised <laughs> you know or whatever yeah but just because I'm like uh, I don't know maybe uh, you know so I mean, she surprises me. She always gets me something that's kind of a surprise. But as far as, like, a main gift type thing, you know, usually I have to tell her ahead of time. Like, one year I couldn't really think of anything, and then they came out Santa Cruz skateboards, actually, which I've never been great at skateboarding, but they came out with their Star Wars line of skateboards for the new trilogy. And so... I actually was like, oh, I really like this one of Ray and BB-8 um, on Jakku. And so I didn't want I didn't want trucks. I didn't want wheels. I didn't need any of that stuff because I just wanted to hang the board on the wall. I wanted it as an art piece because um, I have a lot of unusual art pieces. I've actually got a piece of asphalt from the Nuremberg Ring, and I probably butchered that. It's the, it's the longest racetrack or one of the longest racetracks on Earth. Uh, it's like 9.4 miles uh, long. Um, it was, during the 70s, it was called the Widowmaker. 
because it was one of the most dangerous tracks. I want to say like eight or nine drivers actually died racing that in the Formula One series. Um, uh, then, you know, that was during the time of, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Rush with uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, that was that was one of the dangerous tracks. It was one of the like most notorious tracks in that movie, uh, which was actually a pretty good movie. If you like racing, and you like true life stories, that was really a good one. Also, Days of Thunder. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, but that was actually based on a true story as well. So, uh, so yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, I've got a lot of weird, oddball, like pieces of bric-a-brac, <laughs> pieces of uh, you know, kitsch things. You know. Uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, just weird nostalgic memorabilia. I mean, I've got pieces of the Berlin Wall. I've got, I've got somewhere I've got actually ash from Mount St. Helen that one of my teachers gave me. Um, my fifth grade teacher, Miss Robinson, gave me. Um, I've got, you know, just just weird stuff, just oddball stuff um, that I've just collected over the years. Just things that people have given me or that I've found or have come across um, that just. You know, I was like, I knew what it was, and I'm like, yes, I want that. Yes, of course. I've got an R2-D2 and C-3PO statue that was given out to the children uh, that played Ewoks in The Return of the Jedi. And just really oddball stuff. So, anyway, yeah, there's that. I don't even know why I went down that whole rabbit hole, but there it is. Um, but, uh, you know, and it was funny the other night uh, at, at Queen City Grounds, and if you're in Charlotte and you're looking for a really good coffee shop, this is probably one of the best places, and they're not paying me to say this, I really like their coffee, it's really delicious, um, that and Parliament Coffee and Espresso Bar are probably the two best coffee shops in Charlotte, uh, in Uptown, so... You know, if you're looking for a place to go, but on Tuesday nights, they have trivia night. And, you know, I was looking forward to it because it was Star Wars trivia this this week. And I was like, yes, Star Wars trivia. I'm going to totally crush this. I'm going to kill it. Nobody can touch me at this. And I only actually missed three questions. Um, but it was actually, they were really tough questions and things that, like, for instance... One was what does what does Tie Fighter stand for? The T I E and Tie Fighter stand for. <clears throat> and I knew exactly where the last time I remember reading that was. Um, but I had no <coughs> idea what it was. I could not. It was like on the tip of my tongue. I knew it. And as soon as he said the answer, I was like, Gah, Tie. You know, twin ion engines. And I was like, dang it, I knew that and I got it wrong. So I actually went with my wife's answer, which was the Imperial Empire, which was a good close second. It was logical, it was the right letters. You know, so sure, yeah, I went with that because I was like, I cannot get this out. I can't think of it. I, whatever, that works. It's got the right letters. We'll go with it. Um, but yeah, but I actually felt bad winning the trivia. Um, just simply because, um, you know, I won two of the rounds and I, of course, won the overall. And I felt bad because 
normally there's only adults playing the trivia. You know, there was like 80s night, there was a 90s night, there was an Oktoberfest night. Um, next week's trivia is Harry Potter, so there's probably going to be a lot of kids again. Um, and then the trivia after that's going to be Halloween themed. I don't know what the trivia after that will be. Um, but anyway, so I felt bad because there was these little kids and I was absolutely crushing them and like destroying their hopes and dreams. And I felt so bad because I was like, well, I don't know. I've, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't realize they were going to, and everyone was like, oh, it's okay. You know, I mean, you you know the answers, you know the answers. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel bad for these kids. And then, of course, my wife hit me with the, well, they would have never won anyway. And that made me feel even worse because it's true that the two kids actually ended up at the bottom. There was there were seven teams in total and they were six and seven. And I felt really bad. I was like, oh, my God, poor. I, I should have teamed up with one of you so you guys could have won or teamed up with both of you. Um because, I mean, I pretty much, like, got all of the questions right, except for three that I got wrong. I got wrong one each time, and each, and that was the other thing. <laughs> the guy who does the trivia, he was like, well, you realize it's people like you, the reason why I have to make those, these questions so hard, and why everyone else scored so low compared to you. I mean, granted, there was one other guy, he was like, I think he was like eight or nine points behind us, because there was a there was a round where there were three answers, and each answer gave four points. So he was, he was, you know, like eight points behind me or something like that. Um, but all the rest of the teams, you know, were like seventy points, eighty points, a hundred points behind me. Um, he's like, you know, it's people like you why the trivia is so hard because I have to come up with questions that you just wouldn't answer, you know, instantaneously. And I was like, well, actually, kind of all of them I did except for those three. Those three I said they're just crushing, like, uh, input, like trying to think of, okay, where did I know this from? You know, like one I got to seem confused. It was, uh, uh, it was talking about, you know, you have hate and anger, but you don't use them. And I've been instantly thought of, Luke and Palpatine. I thought of that scene when I should have been thinking of Dooku and Anakin. And I was I, after he said, I was like, "Dang it! Yes, that was right. I wrote down the wrong two. You know, same type of scene, just the wrong two guys." And um, you know, so yeah. And I was like, "Well, yeah, you got a good point." I mean, you know, I want I intentionally. You know, came fully prepared for Star Wars because, and I, I fully intended to win. I just did not realize there were going to be children present that were going to be competing, and yeah, so that was a little tough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I still enjoyed the fact that I won and I won prizes, and you know, the prizes, the main prize was a little late, so you know, I'm not sure about the painting or whatever it is that I'm going to get because. <clears throat> that'll be tomorrow when that comes in. My wife's going to go pick it up. Um, I think it's a painting, a photo, something. Uh, some kind of collector's thing. And then uh, me and my wife each got uh, beanies. And then our third teammate got a free beer. Um, not because we won or anything, but because they poured. And, he and, you know, I don't drink beer. My wife doesn't drink beer. So took it. I know I'm kind of a freak or whatever. I'm, I'm 
wine and liquor. That's, yeah, <laughs> never, never gotten a taste for beer. So, um, anyway, so there was that. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun doing the trivia. It was a lot of fun getting out and doing something and kind of stretching the old brain muscles, you know. Because, I mean, granted, I knew the trivia and it all came to me really quick. But, you know, I haven't actually sat down and watched the first you know, the first uh, six movies in quite a number of years, actually. I've had this love-hate relationship with them ever, ever since George Lucas remastered the original trilogy and added in all that stupid special effects crap. And the original trilogy almost broke me. I told my, my parents, and I actually... <laughs> I swore that I would do this, too... That if George Lucas ruined 7, 8, and 9, and believe it or not, I believe that George Lucas would have done worse than Disney, for those of you who don't really like the way the Disney Star Wars movies are turning out. Uh, can you imagine three more Jar Jar Binks uh, uh, disasters? I mean, if he would have had another character like that in the, or in the new ones, if he was doing them, I swore that I was going to take all of my Star Wars memorabilia pour gasoline out on it and videotape it burning <laughs> because I was like I am this this they'd almost killed me you know I could not take Jar Jar I did not know why he existed he was there for no good reason thankfully it wasn't Michael Jackson for those of you who know Star Wars trivia Michael Jackson actually asked George Lucas uh, to be able to play Jar Jar Banks in in the original or in the in the prequel trilogy and George Lucas did not want Michael Jackson to play Jar Jar Binks, so he hired the, the other guy who actually ended up playing him. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, there is that. Um, and, you know, I really liked Solo. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, I feel like they focused on things they shouldn't have focused on. And they basically did everything backwards. The things that really needed focus they glossed over the things that didn't need to be focused on that long they just drug out like the whole Kessel run you know that was cool it was cool visually it was cool special effects wise it was way too long of a scene whereas you know the the Sabacc game I felt like they could have focused a little bit more on that and actually seen like maybe I know Han didn't cheat, but seeing more of Lando cheating or more of the actual gameplay, I think that would have been cool. Make it kind of like a Ocean's Eleven-esque thing, because it was a heist movie. At the heart of this movie, it was a heist movie. So why not use Ocean's Eleven as a guide, as it is probably one of the most recognizable for, you know, it was just one of the best heist movies that had come out in a, in a while, you know. But anyway, I digress. I've talked way too much about nerdy crap. <laughs> but yeah, so, and heck, I don't even know if I'm going to air this one just because, you know, I'm kind of going off on tangents about nerd stuff and, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll probably just end up throwing this on the Creative Open Forum instead um, and record a different episode. We'll see uh, how that goes. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so 
so yeah, it was nice to get out and do something a little bit different uh, tomorrow, which will be Wednesday morning, um, or well, what you'll be guys will be listening to today. Um, you know, I've got a meeting in the morning, which is super exciting. I'm totally looking forward to it, and you know, can't wait to share share with you guys all of these great plans that I have for making the podcast better. So we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. And uh, we'll go from there, you know. I'm, I'm really excited about what the future has for, for what I'm doing business-wise. Um, I'm really excited about, you know, sharing this knowledge with you guys and helping you guys grow and to, uh, to, uh, you know, make this a better, uh, you know, thing for everybody and to help others. Cause that's the one thing that's really important to me. And one thing that I really love to do is to help people. I really enjoy helping people because you get so much back when you help somebody, you'll get that fulfillment of, you know, just like that joy of knowing that you did something nice for someone else without expecting something in return. And I mean, you know, that's what I, I really enjoy doing. I just enjoy helping people. Now, granted, I've also got to make money at this business so I can stay successful and I can keep doing it. So, I mean, I am going to start introducing some things where you can pay like I did with the dual podcast website where for $5 a month you can get your your podcast featured on the front page of the actual uh, website which I'm going to set that up for Tariq probably right as soon as I turn off my car and go into my house because he's um, I think there's enough for me to at least get it posted and then of course as the other podcast um, listings come online I'll just add them in uh, if he gets a new updated album art, all I got to do is change the album art. So it'll be pretty simple. So I'll just go ahead and get that done, get it put up. Uh, because, I mean, he's been supporting me on my podcast as long as I've been able to monetize it. So, I mean, I definitely want to make use of his money and give him some value for what he has uh, given me, you know. So that's that. Um, as you can tell, my car is off, so I'm... I am to my destination, and I'm going to get started on that. So with that, I'm going to say thank you guys for listening. Um, Car Thoughts out, even though I probably, I think I've decided I'm going to air this on the Creative Open Forum, so you'll be able to listen to it there. And hope you guys have a great day. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned lesson shared you can pick it up on amazon on kindle for 99 cents less than a dollar what that's crazy right less than a dollar you can pick it up on kindle 
if you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels and trust me i'm looking at this book right now it's really well printed i love kindle publishing you can pick it up for five dollars and fifty cents so you can have a physical copy where you can take notes where you can you know keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that i know you're capable of creating so by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.